Hey guys, it's Drew from Court of Nerds here telling you that Tom and Chi in Granville is back. They've got impressive meal deals, so here's what you can look forward to when you stop by to get cheesy. Start your week off with a $29.95 Monday meal deal that feeds a family of four. No one wants to cook to start the week, so go get cheesy instead. Plus, kids 12 and under eat free from 4 to 8 every Tuesday. Or enjoy a half-off grilled cheese donut every Wednesday from 4 to 8. And if you download the free Tom and Chi app like I did, you can hop in every Thursday and get $3 classic grilled cheese sandwiches. Plus, if you're like Stacy and you need it gluten-free, they can take care of you. Tom and Chi is proud to support Chia, a locally made vegan cheese that tastes so good, cows are starting to get jealous. Find Tom and Chi on 44th Street in Granville near Cabela's. Like, nope. No, he's not. <laughs> like, I could have been from here. Like, Hello. <laughs> Who down there? Oh, my God. All right, let's start the podcast. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Court of Nerds, the only show that doesn't tell its guests when they're recording. I'm Drew. I'm John. And we are your Court of Nerds tonight. We're shorthanded, but that's why we brought in, well, some friends. It's Josh and Justin from Project Shadow Breeze! What up? <laughs> Nothing but illustrious guests is what we do right here on Court of Nerds. Yeah, get all up on there. Listen, uh, John likes to think of it like a robot dick, and he's just trying to suck it. Yeah, so. yeah it's right there in my face. <laughs> in, your, in your face, but not in your mouth. That's no, the key. No, You know, you got to like tease that scene. it. You just got to tease it. It's like that, that, what, what's that movie where Josh Hartnett gets jerked off by a by a feather or some shit or a flower? Oh, uh, 40 30 Days of Night? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. The Lint movie that yeah, yeah. starts today. What? The one where he can't have sex for like 40 days, no, and then yeah. they all He have gets jerked off by a feather? Like a flower No, he does that to the girl. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. That's weirder. I think that's weirder. I you know. I've seen that movie and I'm still lost on what we're talking about. Well, because I feel like Justin, you would be like, oh, flower? Yeah, I could finish to that. I could finish to a lot of things, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Right. Yeah. Say, man. See this iced tea bottle? <laughs> I could finish. I mean, if we're going to talk about weird shit and weird things where things have come out of my body, the list is long. Yeah, we don't have time for that show tonight. We it's don't a different show. That's a Justin's different show. That's, that's, that's what, when we have episode 169, we'll bring Justin back and do another list. dirty show. <laughs> Can we do the Law and Order like when we say the bum, list? Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. No. Uh, we no. Look, we'll, well, we've done one dirty show. We did one with Andy. Why not do a dirty show with Justin? We can do one fifty. One fifty. I want to do one sixty nine. Gross. <laughs> you, can't, you shouldn't. You would, dude, we're not. We're not serious. <laughs> I know, but when you did that laugh, it was just. <laughs> I know, right? It's so we're, dirty. We've lived together for far too long. We're very coordinated. We're very. We're in on this shit. Man. We're out here. We're here. We're here now. We're doing. You're living. Uh, listen, uh, you guys have heard uh, Justin. I think this officially makes you the most frequent guest on the podcast. You might be tied with Andy Budnick. I think this is my third or fourth time. Yeah. So I'm. I'm going to say you're tied with Andy at the very least. Sweet. You guys have officially appeared more than Scott Snyder, Tom King, and Justin Jordan. Excellent. Yeah. So and Stan Lee. In that one, Stan but. Lee has zero appearances on this show. You are whooping his old ass. <laughs> Suck it. Suck it, Stan Lee. But gently, so you don't hurt yourself. And in oh. the shower, like you've been demanding all those ladies in your hospice. Right. You can, you can sit. You can sit in the shower. You don't even have to get up. So, uh, oh, anyways, man. Justin and Josh are the twisted minds behind Project Shadowbreed. Make sure you guys. Comics Central's storyline of the year. Yes. Yeah. Storyline of the year for 2017. Uh, you know, scheduling conflicts this is the earliest we can get you guys in here. But uh, first of all, dude, storyline of the year. 
Did they tell you that before they announced it, or did you just find no, out? No, I found out when um, P, uh, one of our friends that we've made on Twitter, Dr. Geraldo, hit us up and was like, hey, congrats. And I was like, for what? And so <laughs> I, all of a sudden, then I got an email from Comic Central stating all the winners, and I was scrolling through, reading them, and I'm just like, oh, snap! Like, that, that's us! I wrote that fucking book! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> you know, it was crazy. And then he sends it to me, and I just go... Jaw drops, and <laughs> Jaw I just hits go, the floor, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, guys, you know, you've got four issues out right now. Yep. Right? And that was the story arc, the storyline. Uh, the arc's not done yet. Right. Uh, not done yet, though. No, no, I know. You guys yep. just introduced some killer fucking characters in yep. issue four. Yep. Issue four was a big uh, big hit with a lot of uh, new characters and just an opening to the storyline, how it's going to continue on. So it's exciting. This is your, I mean, this is your opening salvo. Yes. So... I mean, getting an award like best storyline from a guy, you know, two guys who I know have been all about the story since you guys started this. I mean, how rewarding is that to see that hard work pay off? Uh, that was huge. Because, um, I mean, me and Josh have bounced ideas off each other through text, through, I mean, just writing stuff down and handing it off to each other for like four years now. Yeah, four or five years. It's been back and forth. I'll call him up out of nowhere. Hey, dude, I had this crazy idea on the way to work. And then he'll think about it. Call me back later. And then it just turns into, you know, the magic we are right now. And it's just it's just crazy seeing people writing us and messaging us and becoming fans, especially of the new character introduced, the Red Hyena. Like, people are really, they're gravitating to her, so it's exciting seeing her get that kind of love right now. That splash page at the end of issue three where you kind of introduced us to her is one of the more captivating splash pages that I've seen. Thank you, man. Because That's all Stephanie. It's De- I mean, Magician's House, again, if you guys aren't familiar with the artist on Project Shadowbreed, eventually we're going to have to have her like dial in or something. She said she will not talk on the phone because her accent is so deep Alabama that we won't understand her. She she will not talk to Bruh, me on the phone. No, listen. I'm listen, telling you. Here's what I'm going to have you do. I'm going to have you send her our interview with Benjamin Percy. All right. Because if I can understand fucking Benjamin Percy, I can speak deep South Alabama. Benjamin <laughs> Percy has a voice like God, except he's from the North Woods. So it's this North Woods deep voice. You can barely understand him. But I spoke to that Wolverine of a human. <laughs> and we had a great fucking interview. I imagine so. he sounds like Paul Bunyan. Dude, he sounds like Paul Bunyan's dick. If Paul Bunyan's dick. <laughs> and I mean that with full compliments to Ben Percy. Yeah. I speak deep South. You I'm working truck parts. Oh yeah, John works <laughs> in truck parts. We will you speak got her this. We're good. <laughs> I will get a hold of her and track her down because right now she is just swamped and has disappeared. Like she's, she's probably been getting a ton of work. Hasn't oh, she? she's been getting a lot of work from Project Shadow Breed, and I mean, we sit and promote her the most because I figured if we get eyes on her, it'll get eyes on us, and everything will fall into place. Because well, you guys were the first full book she worked on, correct? Yes. Um, when we started off, uh, we had gotten turned down with our other artist, and she had gotten turned down with other writers, and I think something that she had written herself and drew, and they liked the art, but they didn't like the story, and they loved our story and didn't care for our art, and so me and her kind of just meshed, and I sent her scripts, and she loved what she read, and I loved the stuff I was getting back, so it's just stayed that way, really. Now, as much as you two are bright dudes... Her ability to read what you wrote has a lot to do with your high-end editor, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. that is uh, my wife, Holly Ann. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Listen, I went to high school with Justin. I know his handwriting. It's I mean, terrible. It's even worse when I have a computer because I still spell everything wrong, and somehow <laughs> it's still in scribbles. I don't know how that works, but it's still... You're and, typing everything in wingdings. So, and I don't know, and then I will literally hear Holly just start laughing when she's editing, and I'll look up, and she's like, it's so cute how you try so hard. And I'm just like, whatever, make 
the magic. Make us sound really good. <laughs> you gotta bring. Listen, we'll have a ladies of Project Shadow Breed night. We'll have Holly in here. We'll get Stephanie on the yep, phone. Definitely. You know, those, I, I would say we'll bring her up. The but we magic. don't have a budget. So no, yeah. yeah, we don't. You know, if she's ever around here, we'll just kidnap her because she's come up. Like she, Stephanie does these weird things with like animal carcasses. I don't know if any of you who are listening have ever followed her on Twitter. Her Twitter's weird, bro. Dude, it, it's <laughs> weird, man. She loves finding dead carcasses of things, stripping them of the flesh, and then rebuilding and gluing it back together. Like, it's Holly wants to send our dead cat when it dies to Alabama for Stephanie to do this, and I'm not paying the postage to ship Goliath when he dies to Alabama. Like that's just that's weird. John's face is great right now. Hey man, deep south, yo. <laughs> weird shit goes down. Yeah, it keeps you busy. It's cool. I mean, I've seen I've, <laughs> ain't shit else to do. Alabama football is over. What the fuck else are you gonna do? Go fuck Roll and rebuild animals. Yo, man. And the closest comic book place to her is like an over an hour away. So I mean, she is like just oh, that's stranded. Tragic. That's tragic, man. <laughs> we gotta ship her some stuff. We should make like a care package. We should. We'll I, go see Gavin over at Tardy's. We'll make her like a care package. It's gonna be the most condescending, insulting <laughs> care package. Of like, you like art. See, here's some books for you. <laughs> we'll give her colored pencils. These are the colors that I can see. Blue, <laughs> red, and a black. <laughs> I'm red, green, colorblind. Just, That's the Justin joke. Bart's colored pencil kit would be a hot seller. You guys should, I'm, I'm like, I'm dead serious. I still want to see you guys at Comic-Con eventually. Grand Rapids Comic-Con. Nice little project. Shadowbreed booth. Have Stephanie come up, take commissions for the weekend. That would be make that would some, be huge. Make if we some can cash, get her here. and then you know, of course, then we can we can fuck around all weekend. Yes, that's the big point to me is to have mm-hmm. you guys there to hang out with uh, and get in trouble because we end up usually in trouble at Comic Con. <laughs> but I like it either way. So again, for those not familiar, Project Shadowbreed, phenomenal story that these guys laid out, planned the whole thing. You guys put all your own money into this until you picked up a publisher. Yep, and then. They've gone through some hard times, and right now we're uh, we're free, I guess, freebies, free indie boys. Um, okay. So freelancers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're debating right now if number five is going to be released by us or if we're going to, we've been shopping round one through four to some other publishers and stuff. But uh, yeah, right now, issue five will be out Um Within about a month or so, at least on Comic Central, the digital copies. Okay. Physical copies, that's where the real yeah. cash part comes yep. in. And so, yeah, we're just right now just taking it one step at a time. We don't want to rush anything. So, yeah, right. bear with us, folks. Well, and that's been, kind of, that's been kind of the motto here. And I think that's the thing that maybe, because people see DC cranking out two issues of Green Arrow a month. And, you know, you see Marvel cranking out 15 books that no one's fucking reading. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, Marvel. I, I, I love your movies. Your comics blow dicks right now. <laughs> oh, speak. The truth. Yeah, I mean, like, well, hold on. Let's let's take a quick pause because I want to come back. We want to talk more about you know American about Project Shadowbreed. We want to talk about your books, but I mean, we are a comic book podcast. Yes. The state of comics right now, right? You've got a bunch of indie people making incredible fucking work, more than has ever happened before. You've got one of the big two shitting the bed at making movies. Yes. Oh, and, and, making, and, and in, shows and, sh- and TV shows and making incredible comic books. Like some of the best shit I've read from them in my lifetime. Like, at least since the early 90s. And then you've got another company who can't stop making dope movies, but is terrible at making comic books now. And, of course, DC would be the first and Marvel would be the latter there. Where are you guys at? I mean, what are you guys reading right now outside of, you know, what you're writing? Uh, you go first, Josh. <laughs> I haven't really been reading comics lately. I actually just finished up uh, Frank Herbert's Dune. Okay. That actually helps start building everything with all the intricacies and it helps me actually build a storyline for the one that we're actually the other one working on so okay so you're you're doing i mean kind of research reading yeah 
Justin, what about you? What are you picking up? That's literally what I've been doing is just research reading right now. Um, I'm working on two other titles that aren't in this universe with two other artists that are just ideas that I had. And then working on with Josh, the Heatstroke book and everything. So I've just been researching and consuming stuff. I haven't read a comic Jeez, I'd say like three months. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's like I, withdrawals, right? I know, it is weird. Yeah. Like talking about it, my fingers won't stop moving right now. I'm <laughs> clammy. Because I did see at a gold mine, they had the first appearance of Carnage up oh, on God. the wall. And I was just like, uh, I want you, but I can't have you. Well, right, and it's going to be even tougher. I mean, you had, uh, what, Venom's 30th anniversary? Yep. And then you had that Venom trailer drop. Every oh. symbiote book is going to go way up in price. Yep. And then did you see the rumor about Woody Harrelson might be playing Carnage in the movie? I don't know how I feel about like, that. Like, yeah, like either put him in the movie as a role or don't have him be, like, in it at all. Like, have him just be a teaser Carnage Now, you mean thing. Carnage, not Woody Harrelson. No, you the could, rumor that yeah. is that Woody Harrelson's going to be Carnage. Like, yeah. he's going to be like the that. deleted scene. Like, yeah, just either put him in as the movie or don't put him at all. Right, well, because the rumors are they're basing a lot of this off of the planet of the symbiote stuff from the 90s Spider-Man. Yeah, in San Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Plan- with the yeah. five? Yep. Yeah, yeah. See, and then uh, I think that's a great idea, but don't tease the Carnage part of it, because Carnage, that's my favorite villain. And yeah. the fact that they're teasing him and then teasing him with one of my man crushes, like, dude, either finish me or don't jerk me off at all. Like, that's that's it, man. Either give him to me or don't. I think you need a far more unhinged actor to play Carnage, though. I don't think and Woody see, can I do it. That to I thought, I thought Willem Dafoe... If he didn't already play... If he hadn't already existed in the yes, Spider-Verse. He would have been the perfect... He has the look of Cletus Cassidy. Perfect. I would go with Ben Foster. I think Ben Foster is the single best unhinged actor in Hollywood right now who plays crazy better than just about anyone. Was it uh, Hostage that he played that guy with the pierced lips? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hostage. That's exactly what most people go to. But I look, I even thought he was great when his limited role in the X-Men films as Angel. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, again, conflicted character, a lot mm-hmm. going on, because... Cassidy has those moments when he first gets the symbiote where he's like, wait a minute, what am I doing? And then, of course, he just gives into it and is a crazy, crazy murdering motherfucker. Um, I guess I, let's let's take a minute on Black Panther here real quick. I cannot wait to see it. I mean, uh, had a hundo P on Rotten Tomatoes for quite some time. I think it's down to 98 last time I checked. Yeah, I think you're right. 98 as of this recording. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. It's been a busy day. Um, so the idiot protesters only got 2% down? The idiot protesters were essentially blocked by declaring themselves as idiot protesters. <laughs> Thank God. That's not entirely true because the critic score is what the 98 is right now when the movie comes out is when the audience score will come and that's what gets the green bucket of death with turned over like Star Wars Last Jedi is still at like 90 I think 90 ish for critics and it's like 48 for uh, fans so I haven't seen any of the new Star Wars movies just oh you and Matt Patricia the head coach of the Lions have that in common (laughs) I'm so mad that he shaved because I wanted to walk around Detroit with a backwards hat trying to get free stuff (laughs) but no I can't unless I shave which ain't happening no it ain't happening no 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 Uh, Black Panther 97% from critics right now 97% Uh, just checked that and then John you want to know what Jedi was at I think it's still at 90 let's find out once this giant old computer decides it still wants to work. 91. Still at 91 Ooh. for Last Jedi, for critics. But it does, it does have the 48% from audiences. 
So yeah, see, that's what makes me not even want to get it from the library, which is free for a week. Oh, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to bring my son to it. That was going to be another Christmas present because we did that when Force Awakens came out. We went and saw it twice for Christmas. So <laughs> this year we went, or this or before Christmas, we actually went and saw Thor. So. Ragnarok was one of those great departure movies for Marvel, you know, where they where they kind of showed you that they're willing to change their style mm-hmm. and say, no, no, look, 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 if you guys are sick of the thing that we've been doing, here's a new thing. We're going to be funny now. Yeah. And allegedly with Black Panther, we're going to see, oh, hey, we can also be very serious. Very, very serious. And I'm good with that, but I'm going to not, I don't think it's a hot take, but definitely going to say that from... What everybody's been saying about it, I don't think it's going to change cinema, like people are saying. Like, I understand that it's very much so, like, oh, it's groundbreaking. Like, the only two white people in it are Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis, who are Bilbo Baggins and Gollum in Lord of the Rings. So They're Tolkien like, white get, guys. Yep. I get that, <laughs> but... I just I don't know if it's 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 still I mean not saying anything bad about comic book movies because I like to push the fact that comic book movies need the respect that they deserve, but I don't think it's going to change cinema like it's been said. I don't think it's going to change cinema in the way that I think you're thinking of changing cinema, but in the fact that this movie is starring majority African American actors, it was written by a black guy and directed. By a black guy. Like, this is a, it's never happened before. So you're right. The overdramatization saying it's going to change cinema, but the amount of money this movie makes is, I think, where it will end up being like, oh, so we can make these movies. We can make movies with entirely black cast. We can make movies with black writers and directors that still make a shitload of money. So Get Out doesn't count because there was white people in it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too many white people. Damn, Too many white it's folks. It's up for best picture. Yeah, I know, and I hope it wins. I'll be honest with you. I, I picked it in the M Live Pick the Flicks contest, mm. which I don't actually want to win. I just want to beat John Serba. Yeah. Is that weird? John Serba. John, why do I know that name? He's the curmudgeonly critic for the M Live. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to put a face with it. Does the podcast John Serba Hates Your Favorite Movie? Ah. Uh-huh. It's my favorite podcast because he hates your favorite movie. And he also doesn't do it that much, so it's like a rare treat when it happens. <laughs> I hope he doesn't hate Roadhouse. I don't know. He might. Is it your favorite movie? It's up there. He probably hates it. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get a little bit. Let's get a little bit back on track here. A little bit back on track. Uh, we got to talk about the book. We have to talk about the book um, because we did praise your editor. And if people actually, if you're a writer and you're listening to this and you need an editor, yeah, your your wonderful editor is offering her services yep, she, uh, as an editor. As an editor, not anything else. Any yet. other services are Dirty only for Justin. Bastards. Sometimes for me, only for Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you can find her on Facebook at hollyannedits.com or .com. <laughs> Hollyann Edits on uh, Facebook. Yep. And uh, yeah, she's just, if you guys got scripts or even resumes, I mean, anything you guys want someone to look over, she's willing to help out. So just hit her up on Facebook or find us and we can point you in her direction. Well, there we go. Uh, you know, I'll put a link in the podcast. Thank you. We'll put a link to Holly's page in the podcast. Thank and of you course, very much. we'll put a link to the digital copies of PSB. How can people go out and get your books if they're not? Because you guys are on shelves still in a few West Michigan stores, right? I think we're sold out. 
Really? I think we are Dude. all sold out. Thank you. Yeah. That's a celebration in and of itself. So people can only get it digitally. Yeah, it is only available digitally. Vault of Midnight, I believe, is sold out completely. Um, I know 28th Street, the collector's resources sold out. Tardies was sold out of the ones they had. Yep, I knew Tardies was sold out. I um, checked last time yep. I was there. And so it is everything is uh sold out. And so yeah, it's just the digital copies right now until we either find a new home or decide to self-publish everything ourselves. So if you're a comics publisher listening to this podcast, listen, a book that won Best Storyline of 2017 is looking for a home. Yes. That's the world we live in right now. <laughs> right? It's it's crazy that, and I mean, I don't want to talk slack about Dim Throw, but I can't even get a, call, a phone call back from him. So that sucks. I don't even know what's going on with him. So yeah, if you guys are looking for a great story with a whole bunch of stuff added to it, we got stories and characters for days. Well, here's the biggest thing that I would tell anyone, and, and if you don't mind, I'll help sell your book. Yes. This is an established universe with established characters. These guys have established sales numbers that they can talk to you about. They have an editor. They have a creative process. And unlike most books with great scripts, they have a great artist that goes along with it. So you're not just buying a story you're buying a universe. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, like that's <laughs> what you're buying into if you're buying into Project Shadowbreed. Is is it's not just one character or two characters. I've talked to the two of you enough that I know that you know. Even Josh, the first time that you guys were in here, we talked about world building so much yeah. and how important that is to you specifically. And, and since then, since then, the one I've been actually working on for the last year, I've developed another 20-plus characters on top of what we already had. So it's gone further and further than what we've even dreamt. So again, you know, for people who are interested in this, it's not just a matter of like, oh, these are my friends, I think they make a great book. It's a matter of, by the standards of comic books, you guys are what we would call a success. The, you, uh, you sold out the printing of your first issues. Yep, all by your, like honestly, all by your lonesomes. Yes, just I mean, word of mouth. A lot of it was because people. It's you know we're not trying to toot our horn, but you read number one, you have to read number two. Like that's what everyone has said is that they need to read more and they need more, and so it's <clears throat> it's just crazy seeing people like oh my gosh, where do I get three and four? Or how do I get my hands on the next copies? And just being like oh, you can go to Vault of Midnight, you can go to these places, and now those places. They're out. Like, it's, I don't know, it's just a cool feeling seeing fans just grow with us and, you know, loving these characters. And just, yeah, people who are just rocking with you guys through this whole thing. And again, that's my biggest thing is like, you guys set out to do this. Not only did you do it, you're continuing to try and do it. Yeah, we, uh, we ain't stopping. I mean, this is just another bump in the road. So, I mean, we are going to keep grinding this out until it is uh, paying all the bills and I get to sleep in until like 7 or 8 in the morning because that would be awesome. That's right. You <laughs> can pay someone to tell your damn kids to shut right? up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, listen. Uh, we don't beat our children. No, no, no. You guys are very <laughs> loving parents. I would never insinuate anything else. You're saying who wouldn't want to pay someone else to yell right? at their damn kids. Like, awesome. Damn kids. Uh, what are you guys doing for free comic book day? Have you guys made plans yet? Nothing. I mean, last year we uh, I did a book signing at the Collector's Resource with number three and four, um, but this year we don't have any prints or nothing, so I think we're just going to be promoting 
Well, if you guys want to come hang out, we're actually going to be at Tardy's this year. Oh, nice. Uh, Gavin enticed us with uh, the offers of pizza and uh, sexual photos of himself. <laughs> oh, I am in for the oh. photos. Right, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I can give you copies, but I'll at least let you look at them. Just over the shoulder pee. That's all yeah, I yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep them in your quick. spank bank. See? <laughs> 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 uh, so, dude, we'll, we'll figure something out, and we'll have you guys come hang out with Excellent. us for the day. Definitely. Um, and then, yeah, John, anything else you wanted to throw in, man? You've been shockingly quiet. I mean, you've been running. You're running the show. I just, I, I want to. I have a couple questions because I took, a, I took a couple screenshots of the book because I'm going to sell them. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to print them off. There's I'm going to call them originals. There's a, there's a strip club. Oh. <laughs> or, sorry, sorry, a gentleman's club. A gentleman's quarters. gentleman's club <laughs> quarters called the Tit Offensive in the book. Who came up with that? that <laughs> nope, that is all Stephanie. Oh, that does. Was it? Sense. Okay, Wait, okay, really? Okay. Yep. Uh, she. The I, bone collector came yes. up with the tit offensive. I believe. Have you seen the book she draws? I believe she. Uh, <laughs> one? We'll get to Dildo Boy to let next, but I believe <laughs> the uh, the story behind the gentleman's club is one of her friends wrote a paper called a tit bit offensive, and okay. she we were need we needed a. A store uh, name for the strip club, and she was like, "I think I got something." And <laughs> she right. just went with that and sent it to me, and I okayed it. So, and then there's this there's this panel here that you know I know it's not a visual medium, but it's to describe it, it's it's a uh, it's it's Merrick with a gun, and he's blowing somebody's brains out, and it's it's very gruesome, <laughs> and that's kind of it seems to be a theme. With the book, he's very he's very gruesome. One of the and uh, I love it. Well, thank you. One <laughs> of the underwritten rules I told for uh, Stephanie and I is go for gory, go for glory. Yes. So yes. if you can make it gorier or make a scene just look like a bloodbath, that's what I wanted. Like in my head, it is like the shower scene in Scarface, blood everywhere in every scene. Mm-hmm. So I tell her just to. Make it gory and go for it. Well, she captures it 100%. Yes. So. I know that's one of my favorite panels, that picture. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, yeah. And then when I finished, because I haven't read four, but after three, I was like, hmm. You know, because I think what's three is when um, they introduce Red uh, Hyena. Red Hyena, yeah. At the end of the book, yeah. At the end yeah. of the book with your, with your splash panel, right? Or, yeah, splash yep. page, yeah. Splash page. And I was like, I was like hmm. Yeah, I want, I want, I want more. So yeah, you're doing, you're doing it good. You're doing Excellent. it right for sure. <laughs> you will definitely like the red hyena when you get to it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's like me as a sassy black woman. My God! Oh, jeez. Well, okay. I need to go change my underwear. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Uh, the weird thing is, is when people notice it. Like my dad called me and goes, "You're the red hyena, aren't you?" And I go, "No." Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love that you, I'm like, like, there are so many authors who put themselves in their own work, and it's so obvious, you know, Kilgore Trout being the prime example. But you put yourself in your own book as a sassy, sexy black woman. Yes. I don't see the problem. No, nah, Justin Martin, ladies and gentlemen. And, and Stephanie drew you in there. Yep, in issue five, when it comes out, you'll notice that one of the squealers who rats on himself and everything that they're uh, going for looks identical to myself, tattoos and all. Oh, God. And I get offed. I get offed in my own book. You get killed in your own I book? I get offed in issue five. Spoiler alert. Well, let me alert. see if I, I <laughs> have it. I might have it. Spoiler alert. There will be no issue six because I die in five. It's <laughs> not going to be in Project Shadow Breed number six. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. funny because I. Like, and my, guess who my sidekick is? 
Is it Skeeto? Nope. Okay. Get you will never you when you see it, it's going to blow your mind. But it's the Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> the guy in the yellow ring. Yes. <laughs> Me and him, we're just tossing tossing some stuff out, and Eric uh, doesn't like it, and uh, doing some, some things, biz. Things go down, and I narc on everyone like the squealer bitch I am. <laughs> oh my God. I don't want to die. I got a family. <laughs> <laughs> like when she sent those pics, like the proofs to me, I'm looking at. It, I'm like, guys, tattoos just like me in that same forearm. Hmm. Huh. Guy has a beard and a shaved head. Did she stalk you? No, she. Uh, she. Uh, well, I guess so. Maybe. Like she looked at like waiting my... to reassemble your bones. <laughs> <laughs> she got pictures of me, I believe, from my Twitter and everything. And yeah, it is. It is me, man. And yes. I, I die. I die hard in issue five. That's good. <laughs> good for her. To it. Good for her. I wonder if that's her way of quitting. Could have been. Yeah, that's <laughs> a resignation but she, letter. But she did send me the black and whites for six. So at least I found it. Okay. All right. Oh, good. You good. Found good. The good. Pick. All right, listen, we're going to look at that. Don't forget, check out thecourtofnerds.com. Project Shadowbreed (laughs) is on Comics Central. Comics Central. Comics with an X. Yes, with an X. C-O-M-I-X Central.com. Project Shadowbreed. She drew you so much nicer than you deserve. I know. I'm way more handsome in comic form. She drew you so skinny with a sexy ass. I know. You look like fucking Nightwing in that shit. But then she blows my brains out. Well, you know. (laughs) Gruesomely. Fantasy is short-lived. That it is. Your wife's gonna keep that. You're gonna be, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be going at it with your wife. You're gonna be like, wait, baby, what are you looking at? Nothing. And it's like the framed photo of you as a comic <laughs> next to the bed. And you're like, ha! Ah, you only love me when I'm art. She does like horror films. She does yeah. like horror films. She does. Oh man, I'm so screwed. She's gonna so. Uh, she's gonna get ideas. All that murder porn Look, man, she watches. I would be right? mad at it if it gets you laid a few more times a year. I'd, I'd take it. Yeah, but then with the murder porn she watches, I could be drinking rat poisoning and not even. No one could be off like really in number you guys five. You know what you gotta start doing? Fun. You gotta start every time she makes something for food, have the kids test your plate first. <laughs> Here, eat this. Here. Oh my god. Try this for dad. <laughs> eat this for daddy. <laughs> Who wants some numbers? And just stare stare at Holly the whole time. <laughs> I'm on to you. You did this. As I'm shoving like <laughs> animals you're watching deadly women. <laughs> Wives with women. knives or kitchen fried homicide, whatever the hell they're called. Seriously, whatever Guy Fieri murder show is on Netflix this week. <laughs> Straight to murder time. Hey, that's why I got rid of satellite so my wife could stop watching that shit. <laughs> she either watch, no, no, seriously, she'd either watch food porn yeah. or murder porn. See, Holly discovered the library where they keep books. <laughs> oh, God. That's the worst. <laughs> Women reading. Dangerous. Oh, darn it. <laughs> books. Books. John, John, you realize there's a library like a block from our house, right? Is this in a kitchen? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we cut that? No, just kidding. No. No, yeah, we'll fix that in post. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix that in post. Fix it in post. Yeah. After Emily murders you. <laughs> yeah, well. You Obligatory know. Emily mentioned. There we go. Hey. Got it in. All right, well, listen, uh, I'm Drew. I'm John. <laughs> These guys are Project Shadow Breed. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. We love them so much. Uh, like, legitimately, this will not be the last time you guys come on here. And we'll hang out on a free comic book day. We'll have a good Excellent. time. And find us on Facebook. Yes! Like, like us and share us on Facebook. Just look up Project Shadow Breed. You can find us on Twitter at Project Shadow BR because it wouldn't let me put the EED. So it's <laughs> Project Shadow <laughs> BR. And uh, yeah, just find us, like us, love us, support us, share us. We'll have links in everything in the, in the podcast here. Don't worry about it. We got your back. And then 
Also, if you guys are looking for a letter, one last thing, I can't leave out our boy Justin Birch, JJ. Yes, he, a letterer. So underrated. Yes. So insanely is, underrated. He is awesome. He is one of the best letterers in the business. So if you guys are looking for a letter, look up Justin Birch um, on Facebook. You can find him through our Facebook page on Project Shadow Breed. He is the man, so I had to make sure I gave him one more shout out. Boom. There we go. Project Shadow Breed and Court of Nerds. We do it. <laughs>